Hello, baseball fans, and welcome back to another absolutely awesome edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, for this epic game of the Melonheads, along with my co-host and good brother, Ben Schultz, here in the booth from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. It is Monday, the 5th of June. Yes, sir, we are in the month of June, and I am super excited because lots of stuff is going on in the next three months. This being one of them, and Ben, we have a wonderful game here today. How are you, my good sir? I am very good. Thanks for asking. And so we've reached the big 1-0 in the Melonheads uh, career, as it is. And uh, there is no other field except the World Series field that is more fun and engaging to play on than this one they have in front of them right here. It's called Tin Can Alley, and it possesses a lot of bounce. And so what what are some key characteristics that this field presents to both sides, Mike, that um, they have to watch out for? I hear that the uh, Wombats are really good fielders, but mm-hmm. beyond that, I'm kind of at a loss. So can you help a guy out? I can help a guy out, absolutely. So characteristics of the field first off. Um, Tin Can Alley, and it's called that for a very good reason because this is where a lot of um, tin cans and aluminum things um, get recycled. So there's the giant Mo Aluminum uh, trailer truck in uh, left of center into center field stretching toward right center. And then there's the, 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 the spot for recycling newspapers and other stuff. And so if you hit a ball on top of either the truck or on top of the recycling, um, they're not cans, they're like boxes or whatever, um, recycling receptacles, um, the ball can stay up there. If it stays up there long enough, it could be a ground rule double. If you get all the way around the bases before, before the AI catches up and tells you if it's a double or not, you get a free inside the park home run. So... This has a lot of interesting characteristics. There is no way to hit a ball out of any kind of stadium or over the wall, quote-quote, unless you launch the tar out of it to left field over the buildings. And there are only two people that I can remember in my history of playing this game that have ever done it on their own power. That would be Mark McGuire and Pablo Sanchez. So if you're going to want to get a home run, you're going to have to do it the hard way. And you're going to have to be good around the base paths. But it's a very enclosed field. It's a very short field. Um, a lot of ground balls. The ball will bounce hard off of the asphalt here in the parking lot. And uh, it'll roll a good ways. But uh, chances for small ball. Chances for some uh, short plays. But uh, it should be very interesting. So that's the uh, long and short on the field. And uh, aside from that, that's all I've got for now. But uh, any, any, wor- any uh, questions about how the game may go or about the teams or whatever? I don't. I'm pretty well briefed. You are very wonderfully detailed in your game notes for today, so I am all caught up. What do you say we dive into this headlong and see what happens on the asphalt? All right, sounds good. Let's go right into it. Ben, if you would do the uh, the wombats, the road wombats, and I will do the home, or the road, excuse me, the road melon heads. You can do the, I'll do the home wombats and we will go from there. How about that? Cool beans. All right, fire away with the Melonheads lineup, good sir. Batting first on second base is Reese Worthington. Batting second on third base is Pete Wheeler. Batting third, the secret weapon, or not the secret weapon himself, the secret weapon wannabe himself, Ahmed Khan, in left field. Batting fourth, Keisha Phillips, playing center, defending center. Very important position of the field, especially here. And batting fifth, Stephanie Morgan, playing that shortstop. Looked the part, played the part well. 
Batting sixth on the mound today, Ernie Steele. Batting seventh, Kenny Kawaguchi. Fiercely defending first base. Batting eighth in the catching position is Marky Dubois. Watch out for that frog. He will come and tag you out too. Don't cross him. <laughs> and bound out the order. Batting ninth, Ricky Johnson defending right field. Now for your away, our home Wombats, excuse me. Yes, for the Wombats here at Tin Can Alley, leading it off and doing the pitching this afternoon will be Ashley A. Webb's Weber. Batting second and at short today is Marilyn McDonald. In the third spot, over at third base, is Debbie Nagasawa. Batting fourth and in right field is Tony Alesco. In the fifth spot, manning center field today is Jessica Wassersas. I try saying that ten times fast. Batting sixth and over at first base is Alicia Blakely. In the seventh spot and behind the plate today is Raquel Cullen. Batting eighth and on the far side and left will be Lena Ng. And rounding it off, playing second today, batting ninth, is Gloria Keetel. So... Those are your lineups. The pitching matchups for today, Ernie Steele for the Melonheads getting the start on the road. Ben, he is 4-0, sporting a 1-4-5 ERA, best on the team of the two pitchers. He will be going up against A-Webbs herself, Ashley Weber, who is also 1-0 with a 3.60 ERA. Not a whole lot of pitching experience for her this season, but... We could be surprised. It could be anyone's game. Live from Tin Can Alley, let's play some baseball. And Worthington will lead it off. Huffing and puffing his way to the plate, 387 average. Weber winds and fires. Swung on and fouled. And there's a broken window. A splendid start to your day and a good afternoon call to the boys of Anderson Windows of Colorado for all your window replacement needs. And Ben, speaking of that, what is our new total now? Our new total reads at a splendid 14 for the season. And this will be <laughs> literally a big break for Melon Heads. <laughs> ah, yes, I love it. <laughs> and love the it. boys of Anderson Windows of Colorado now making house calls because they're expanding their business so far into the future. So, game number 10, and we're off of uh, to a wild running start. So, 14 Indeed. for the saison. Nice. So, here's Pete Wheeler as Weber is working the bottom of the zone. One ball, one strike. That one misses low. Wheeler looking for another base hit as he is wont to do. The 1-1. One, one. And on the hands, and he missed strike two. So, Weber, so far so good. One out, and the one-two pitch is inside for ball two. Not too bad. We shall see how this goes. I forgot how daunting that truck in center field is. It's a big rig trailer, actually. It is. Wheeler hits one right toward it. Shallow center. Off the top of the truck, and Wheeler is safe with the base hit. You'll see a lot of balls hit off the top of that thing, the side of that thing, or on top of it even. As Ahmed Khan now at the plate, runner aboard and one out. Would Wheeler try to test the catcher here, Ben, or not? What do you think? Um, he's got some good grip. I would go for it. I think so. We shall see. The old one from Weber to Khan is a curveball low and inside, and there goes Wheeler. Good jump, throw over to third. It will be fielded nicely by the third baseman. 
who seems to have a decent arm. So the entire infield for this team is good, as we have <laughs> now found out. Uh, guarding third base, Debbie Nagasawa. Yes. Watch out for her right arm. And her left arm, but you know, mostly her right, because that's her firing oh. arm. Yes. Firing arm indeed, the 2-1 uh, to Khan. Swung on, this is laced toward left, and off the wall. Wheeler is going to be safe at third. Khan will be safe at first. It's a base hit. Wheeler will stay put a good throw in from left field. And you got runners at the corners. One out for Keisha Phillips. Good piece of hitting there by Khan. Phillips hits a fastball, takes it the other way. And on a hop. Oh, diving stop by the uh, right fielder. They throw in toward home. Wheeler will score. Everybody's safe. And a great piece of hitting opposite field by Phillips. What a stroke on that ball. We were talking um, in the game I did last time. Um, hit it where it ain't. And that's exactly yes. what she did. Very good playing. Absolutely. Morgan with like a half bunt, half knot up the first base side. Pitcher fields it, throws the first, and Morgan is safe. Ooh. So bases are now loaded, and Weber is in one giant pickle here in the first. Speaking Ernie of giant... Steele. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Ernie Steele at the plate, trying to add to the, uh, add to the spice of this recipe. Speaking of giant pickles, they are sold every year at the Minnesota Renaissance Fair. Oh, I've never had one. I should get one. Also, giant turkey legs. I did have one of those, and they are awesome. So good. Steele grounds this one toward second. Chance of a double play. Fielded out at second, and they throw to first. Safe. Oh. Oh my goodness, that would have ended the inning right there, but uh, the second baseman a little bit confused. Make that the shortstop, fielding that ball. Tagged the runner going to second, and did not fire back to first in time, so another run scores, but they get one out. As Kawaguchi fouls that one off. 2-0 Melonheads lead, two outs top one. Weber pitch number 17 on the way. And it's a beauty, curveball in the outside corner. So, Weber needs to settle down here and get one more strike, and the Wombats need to get out of this inning. The 0-2, just high for ball one. One and two, the count for Kenny the K-Man, Kawaguchi, runners in the corners. Here's the delivery. Outside ball two. K-Man supporting a 500 average. It'll be a little tough to get averages to go up in this field because it's such a enclosed area, but he'll give it a whack. The 2-2 pitch swung on and dribbled right in front of the plate. Everybody running. Phillips running. They throw to first. They throw to home and she'll be out. So a good play by the catcher. By the catcher. Well, yeah, I guess the catcher too. Mm -hmm. Nice play by Weber's. Now she is at the plate. Gets out of the inning. Two runs. Any errors? No errors. Two runs on six hits. And the Wombats are at the dish here. Ernie Steele putting that unblemished win-loss record on the line. Called strike for ball, or strike one. So pitcher versus pitcher here, and Weber trying to get things going for the Wombats. Not the start she wanted, as she pops this one to shallow short. Morgan over to get it, and makes the catch one away. It's the outfit. I'm convinced. <laughs> she has made some sensational plays at short this season. 
So here's Marilyn McDonald at the plate. Gonna pull this one to left field and fouls it off. No balls, one strike. Steele with the 1.45 ERA, which is strangely low because he's not usually a uh, a low ERA kind of guy. No. But he'll take it. The 0-2 pitch, looking for strikeout number one, and not quite. Chops this one in front of the plate. Marky Dubois over to get it. Hustling. Steele fields it, throws to first, and McDonald has a base hit. Nicely done there. Beats out the throw. So Nagasawa, and I mentioned, I don't remember, Ben, if I mentioned before the broad, I mentioned before the broadcast that uh, this team can hit. These melon heads are going to have a tough time with the Wombats. Bats. As they have been known to hit the ball all over the place, Nagasawa looking to pull the left field. Runner aboard, one away the pitch. This is ripped toward left. Khan over to get it. And he plays it off the wall. Throws into third. That'll keep the runners from going any further, but a pair of hits in a row. And here's Tony Lesko. Right fielder, 193 average. Infield coming in for this, trying to guard against a uh, cheap base hit. Or a bunt. Called strike one. I saw the, uh, the catcher call, bring him in, bring him in. So the infield is in right now. Indeed. Guarding against a Johan Santana-esque bunt. Yes. Remembering from last game. The 0-2 swung on and grounded toward first. Kawaguchi will get the out first and nothing else doing. So Lesko, if nothing else, moves the runners and Jessica Wasser Sauce. Looking to put some Wasser Sauce on this ball. <laughs> You're killing me, Mike. I love it. Oh, I'll be here all week. Two runners aboard, two out. The pitch is fouled. Oh, I'm listening. Every time the foul ball goes off, I'm like, eh? like, I have a hand in my ear. It's like, maybe, maybe. Like, Yzma from the Emperor's New Groove. I need to hear these words. Yes. Give me them high-def window crackles. So the 1-1 pitch from Steel, the washer sauce. Swung on and missed strike two. Strikeout would be nice. It's not going to be easy. But it would be nice. He's facing off. Steele's facing off against a 480 averaging batter right now. Indeed. The pitch is chopped high off the chalk corner of the plate. Morgan waits for it to come down. Throws the third. Oh, couldn't get the runner, but that was the only play she had been. She had to wait forever for that ball to come down. Did the right thing throwing the third, but just not in time. Run scores. Two runners up on the bases. And now Alicia Blakely at the plate. Wombats now cut the lead to 2-1. And strike one against Blakely. So both pitchers been struggling a little bit here in the first inning. In, yeah, they definitely got them horses out of the barn and uh, are hard-pressed to perform as they used to in normal circumstances. And Indeed. Reese Worthington Fields throws over to the third, and the runner is safe. Another run down, another run scored for the Wombats is now tied up at two at the bottom of inning one. Raquel Cullen at the plate, and like you said, Ben, Wombats have tied it up, and this ball is club smacked to right field. That's going to get on top of the recycling bin. And that could go for at least a double. Oh, it's coming back. It's coming back, and it's stuck. It is stuck on the top of that wooden thing. 
and a ground rule double, another run scores, and Steele is in trouble. Oh, no man. Juice, no juice, and... Batter number eight at the plate right now. Lena Ng dribbles this one toward first. And Kawaguchi will field it, wheel his way to first, tags out, steps on the bag. But three runs for the Wombats, one error for the Melonheads, and it's a 3-2 game. We go to the top of the second. Melonheads trail it by a one. Well, that was fun. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it was interesting. Um, Steel looking a little bit too uh, sweaty in the palms there and the face as he was just watching run after run come through. But uh, like uh, you said before, Michael, uh, Stephanie Morgan with that that pinch play from Jessica Wassersauce. Yeah. Um, definitely something as Marky chops this one high and right into the glove of the short stop. And he is out. Indeed. So Johnson now at the plate, 423 average. And Ben, this could be, this could be a a potentially slightly higher scoring game, due to the nature of this field. As Johnson grounds this one to the pitcher, and Weber cannot throw him out. So a base hit for Ricky. Good job hustling there. Um, we could see runs runs like run totals into the sixes, sevens, eights, or tens today on both sides. So we will see how that works out. I mean, we are in game number 10. Anything could go. Indeed. Foul ball from Worthington. He's 0 for 1. Trying to get on base for the first time today. Pitch. He bunts up the first base side. That's a beautiful bunt right there. Off goes Johnson right off the bat. And Worthington will be out. The runner is safe. And that was a perfect bunt. Props to Worthington there. And all the body language and all the physical things just say, look at me, look at me, look at me. Don't pay attention to him. Look at me. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. It worked well. Wheeler is up. He singled and scored back in the first. That was the first run of this game. But it seems like a while ago because it's a 3-2 ball game. Yeah, right it does. <laughs> oh, goodness. How far will the starting pitchers go for each side, Ben? Do you want to take any uh, take any bets on that one? Any bets. So this is a six-inning game. I haven't seen Steel budge once. So not currently, no. Not really. Oh, wow. What just Good happened? Play, I missed it. <laughs> Wheeler, a line out right to the shortstop. And that ends the top half of the second. So, Ben, here's some background for you. Yeah. At least on the Melonhead side, as Gloria Keetle pops this one up, and Kawaguchi cannot get it, but the play will be made to the pitcher for out number one. <clears throat> if Steele can't get through too many innings, the backup to him, the relief pitcher, is Marky Dubois. No, would Steele just, just, just swap with him then? Would he go to catching position? Probably not the catching position because he doesn't have the strongest of arms. They might move some pieces around in the in the field. Okay. Just just to get someone a little bit better at the catcher spot, probably Phillips. But uh, we'll see how deep he goes. For the Wombats, they have a plethora of pitchers they could toss out there. As Weber strikes out, and that's the first strikeout of the game for either side. It was kind of interesting. Weber is the starting pitcher. She's 1-0 against Ernie Steele's 4-0. Uh, 
Um, like you said before, she doesn't have that much pitching experience, so I wonder who, if anyone, is the regular starter for these Wombats. Well, if you give me a little bit, I can tell you here. Oh, that's cool. You have a cooler game. <laughs> yeah, it actually tells you tells you stuff. <clears throat> so according to stats, um, the most innings pitched by anybody would be Raquel Cullen at 20, but she's got a 540 ERA. The next closest would be Debbie Nagasawa. She's got a 557 ERA. Mm. And then Marilyn McDonald at 10 innings pitched has a 3.00 ERA. So, hmm, we'll see. We will see as far as, like, their ability goes. Because Weber has one, two, three, six. Nagasawa has a few. Gloria Keitel has five. Alicia Blakely has seven. And that's the most of anybody on the team. So Blakely has probably the best pitching ability, or at least the best longevity. So, like I said, it's kind of a hodgepodge for the Wombats, so anybody could anybody could be could be swapped in for pitching. But I'd say Blakely would be their best bet as far as accuracy and stamina. Gotcha. Playing that first base right now. Indeed. <clears throat> Still looking for another strikeout and to get out of this inning unscathed. The 0-2, or 1-2 pitch to McDonald. Swung on and hit the left field again. That's going to be trouble, but not too much trouble. As it backs itself into the corner. Khan throws over to Morgan. And another hit for McDonald. So here's Nagasawa, the aforementioned good hitter. She singled her last time up and looking to do much of the same here. Swung on. This is ripped to deep left field. That ball is crunched. Off the building, it will go. Khan will field it. Throws over toward third, and Wheeler can't quite get it. He falls down, gets back up, and we've got a rundown situation. Throws to second. Out! Great play there. And that will end the inning. What a sharp heads-up play by Wheeler after he misfielded the ball toward third, but comes around and floats it to second, just getting the runner out. We go to the top of the third, and the Wombats still lead it 3-2. to two. No change. Odd. Odd for this field. Odd for these players. Mm-hmm. Khan looking to get his second hit of the game. He singled his first time up. <clears throat> Weber seems to have settled down in that second inning. A lot less, a lot less uh, helter-skelter than the first. For both pitchers, I think. Yeah, absolutely. They've, they felt each other out, and they... Um, so to speak, and and they know um, what they're up against. So this one is backed against the Mo aluminum truck and finally caught by the fielder, but Khan remains safe on base number one. So ushering in Keisha Phillips with no outs to her name and to the plate or the uh, team's name as she takes a delivery from A Webbs, low and inside for ball one. Yep, Phillips with that beautiful stroke of opposite field hitting back in the first inning, I believe it was. Or was it the second? I can't remember anymore. I think it was the, it was the first. Base hit to left her last time up, and she go or base hit to right, and she goes into the gap again. That's going to get all the way to the newspaper recycling bin. And Khan will be safe at second, so two opposite field singles for Keisha Phillips. As Stephanie Morgan now at the plate, and she also singled it back in the first, looking for her second straight hit. Still nobody out. Swung on, and this is hit back toward the pitcher. 
It is not quite fielded by Weber properly. Throw to third. Safe. Oh, man. That was very, very, very close. But Khan is safe, and Steele can help his own cause. Base is loaded. Double play opportunity, of course. But he rips this one. Oh. And into somebody's window. Check your cars, ladies and gentlemen, when you leave the ballpark. Broken window number two. Another call to the boys of Anderson Windows of Colorado for all your window and broadcast booth in-home or broadcast booth window replacement needs. Easier for me to say. It's been a long couple of days. But we're getting through it, and we are up to number 15. Is that right, Ben? Yes, sir. 15 indeed. Excellent. So Steele takes a high strike fastball. One and two, the count base is still loaded. And a strikeout here wouldn't be too bad. Like, that, that, it's not a double play. It's nothing terrible. I mean, you're going to try to move the runners if you can, but you do not want to, you do not want to be the one that's responsible for making two outs, if you can help it. Hard to do in this baseball uh, diamond, for sure. Indeed, as he fouls off another hanging curveball. Cannot quite get a handle on that one. Isn't like a skydiving move too, a hanging curve? I don't know, I'll have to check my sources for that one. No idea. He pops this one up though. Infield fly rule is in effect. Yes. Mm. Barely. But yes. So runners stay put, batters automatically out, nobody moves, so here's Kenny Kawaguchi. He singled his last time out. It was just a hit parade in the first two innings. First one especially. But they'd love to get some runs across the plate. It's not going to be easy. If I were to sum up the first two innings, the first one would be offense with a capital O, and the second one would be defense with a capital E, just to be weird. Indeed, ground ball out at home, safe everywhere else, so the run does not score, as Phillips is going to stay put at third. Two outs now, and Marky Dubois is now at the plate. So that defense coming in clutch for the Melon, for the Wombats, excuse me, as they still have the one-run lead, but Dubois trying to break out of a funk. He's only hitting 259 for the gear. 0 for 1 today, but he'd love to get a good piece of hitting. He'd love to rip one down the left field line. That'd be just about perfect for this situation. Oh, fouls it off. Whoever has that curveball working, they can't seem to hit it, Ben. No. Not even the hanging ones, the 1-1. One, one. Fastball high and in there for strike two. And Dubois down to his last strike. Can he do it, Dodgers? We will see. The one-two pitch is a curveball, but this one's well outside, two and two. I think the Melon Heads need to alter their strategy a bit and just wait for their pitch to hit. Because if they do that, then they're going to cause Weber all sorts of trouble. Instead of, like, swinging at everything, trying to get something going, just be patient and sit on a certain pitch or a certain location. Just capitalize on it when it happens. And Dubois is walked, and a tying run will come in. So it's a run walked in for Dubois, and we are tied. Weber about to throw pitch number 50, and we're not even done with three innings. Strike one to Johnson, who singled his last time up. So not the best of pitching to start so far, Ben, but uh, the defense is keeping both sides in it as of this point. 
That's true. That is very true. I was going to mention something before about the field as Ricky dribbles this one into the infield, easily picked up by the third baseman, lofted over to second, and there is the out. So no huge action, but that rolls into my point I was going to make about Tin Can Alley stifling loaded bases. You can't loft things over the wall unless you have a special uh, superpower of some kind. Because as you mentioned before, Mike, that building in left field is about 10 stories tall. You need a gigantic pair of biceps to get over that one. And so this one's fouled off by Tony Alesco. But, uh, but yeah, very hard to get stuff moving, especially with loaded bases, which is completely the opposite case in every other field I've seen. Indeed. Like I said, unless you're McGuire or Sanchez who have done it, oh, it's really hard to get it. Get it over places, unless you put it on top of like the newspaper bin or the Moa aluminum truck. As Lesko looks at strike three, and she continues her struggles. Strikeout number two for Steele, but still no juice box. Um, those are a couple ways where you can get a few more bases, but it's a lot harder to get home runs here, no matter what. Oster Sauce pops this one up. Dubois over to get it and makes the catch for out number two. But yeah, this is going to be a tight game no matter what because both sides have displayed hitting ability and this is the Wombats' home field, so they know how to use this place to their advantage. So far, well done. Tie Absolutely. game, three apiece. Yeah, sorry to talk over you for a second. I, I agree oh, completely. I, I'm a big fan of these close games, so this is, this is cool for me. The more exciting it is, the more engaging it is, the better. Absolutely. Blakely down to her last strike. Swings and whacks this one toward left field. That's going to go off the building again. Khan will field it off of it. Throws into Morgan. And Morgan will throw into the pitcher. So another hit for Blakely. And Raquel Cullen, who doubled, ground rule doubled off the top of the newspaper bin her last time up. Bin! That's what I couldn't remember before. <laughs> Swing and a miss there. Ground rule double off the top of that, looking for another hit. As Steele is... <clears throat> Settled down pitch count wise, but still in a bit of trouble here. Runner aboard and two away. Strike so like, two and a good pitch there. I'd like to take a moment and uh, thank this game in particular, this game's sponsor, Mo Aluminum. You can see that truck in the center field. They are responsible for this wonderful field. The uh, workers always make sure the parking lot's chalked up and painted up before the kids come in. And Ernest Hill fields this one, throws the first one, he, and the runner is out. So nothing too good on the bottom of the third inning we are tied at three but yes thank you to mo aluminum and all the employees for allowing our kids to come out once again and uh, play baseball this season very very generous of you guys indeed as worthington fouls the fastball straight back he's 0 for 2 but looking to break out of that bit of a bit of a funk himself weber 51 pitches through three innings is a little bit high but it's still a tie game, so anything could happen. As Worthington lines this one softly to center, and the center fielder can't catch it. So that will be an error, and Worthington will be safe at first. <clears throat> so the infield seems to be pretty sharp, and the outfield a little suspect here for the Wombats. Yeah, but keep in mind, too, this field especially minimizes that outfield. So I don't know if they're that handicapped out there, if you can yeah. call it out there. <laughs> yeah. Pseudo out there. Pseudo out there. In any case, Worthington save it first, and here's Wheeler. One for two already. Takes ball two. Also, I want to go back to last inning. The uh, 
top of the third. Yes. Props to Marky Dubois for working that walk after being down in the count quite literally, one and two, comes back and takes three pitches for balls and gets an RBI. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that too because you were, you were just saying wait for that pitch, and what did he do? He waited for the pitch, and it never came within the strike zone, but he, he managed to milk that cow for all it was worth as Wheeler cracks this one into the oh, diving, stop. second baseman's hand, and Reese is very much out, but wonderful, valiant effort by Mr. Wheeler. Absolutely. Wheeler with a base hit, a sparkling play by the shortstop, ranging toward the first base side of things, makes that play and gets one out as Wheeler will be going all the way to third as the ball gets past the third baseman and all the way to left field. That is a huge mistake by the catcher. And Wheeler will take the free base. That's another error against the Melonheads and they are against the Wombats. Goodness gracious. But it's only their first error of the game, so we will see what happens there. At least a slight mental error. Maybe the ball slipped out of her hand. It is a bit humid out here today, so that could be possible. True that. Too much sweaty palm syndrome. That's what uh, Steele experienced back in the first. It does exist. Indeed it does. Con, two balls, no strikes. Two for two. Looking to go three for three and get another RBI. See, waxes one towards second. And it goes off the second baseman's cranium. They throw into home, and Wheeler will score on the play, so heads up on both ends, one more painful than the other. And Wheeler will score, and the Melonheads once again have the lead. It's 4-3. to Con safe on that play. It is actually a hit. It's not an error. That was a hot shot right to second base. If she catches that, Wheeler can't move. And there would be two outs and still a tie game, but... He scores, and now Phillips looking to go 3-for-3 three three herself. So let's rewind with Phillips for a second. She's had this situation now three at-bats in a row. She had a runner on first. And that's a broken window. And, okay, that's another broken window. Another call to the boys of Anderson Windows of Colorado for all your in-home and parking lot replacement needs now. And yes, uh, But she, she, all three times now, she hot grounds this one to the outfield had a chance to advance the runner and does so. So Keisha's on first, Khan is on second. Is that yeah? That's Khan. Yes. Uh, Khan is on second, and another one in the bag for that wonderful and wonderfully skilled lady. And here is Stephanie Morgan. Indeed, that's the third hit that she has had been to the opposite field today. She is loving that right side. She knows how to play this this game in this field particularly too. Yeah, because if you try to pull it to the left side, you have. The shortstop and the left fielder over there, ready to pounce on it. It's a little bit more pinched in. But there's a pretty decent gap between second base and first, and then the right fielder being more toward the right side. So there's a pretty fair gap in there, and she's been able to pick that gap pretty regularly. As Morgan fouls this one off, and no broken window. But one ball and two strikes, two on, one out. One run already home, and Weber... Trying her best. Here's a little bitty pop-up toward the catcher. Makes the play out at third. Safe everywhere else. So Morgan with another hit on the fielder's choice. And everybody will also stay put. Props to Morgan for coming around and getting hits in. Absolutely. She's a, she's a catalyst for today's game. Absolutely she is. As Steele, who couldn't quite do much with the bases loaded his last time up, grounds this one to short. They throw to first. Good play. Heads up play by the uh, shortstop. And the Melonheads have the lead. 
is the left fielder Elena Ng steps up to the plate. Steele, with his second lead of the day, can he keep it this time? We shall see. Bottom four in a one-run game, and once again, Ben, we have a close game on our hands. We do. We definitely do. As you said before, small ball is the way to go here at Tin Can Alley. Seems Absolutely. to be Keisha's mode of operation today as this one has flown right to Reese Worthington into his glove, and there is the smooth and quick out. So Gloria Keetle now at the plate against Ernie Steele. Yes. Now, um, can I bring something to your attention, sir? Of course. There have been 39, now 40 pitches thrown by Mr. Steele. A. Webbs is in her 60s as far as pitching goes, and she still hasn't broken a sweat. What do you think about I that? Know. That's, that speaks to Web, Webb's toughness, uh, mental toughness especially, because it's really hard to keep going out there knowing that you're not that experienced going up against the, right now, the ERA-wise better of the two pitchers as Worthington calls off Morgan and makes the catch. So we go to the top of the fifth. But just to pause here for just one second, um, Steele, he knows his way around. He's pitched deep into games before. He's had his ups and downs in games, so he knows what this is like. This is nothing new for him. And he was able to come around, and now he's got the lead once again. But for Weber, she has really stuck it out. 68 pitches at this point, like you said, Ben. No strikeouts, one walk. Defense has let her down a couple times, especially later in this second half of the game. But she's staying with it. She's sticking with it, making pitches, getting outs, getting out of jams. So I'm not sure who to favor. I'd probably say on paper I would give the nod to Steele because he's got a little bit more momentum because he has the lead back and he hasn't given up runs since the Wombats put up that three spot in the first. So I'd say right now advantage Steele, but... Uh, Keep a sharp eye because if Weber and the rest of the Wombats get their bats going again, it's we could have a long game on our hands. But that's my take on it. Cool. Yeah, that that does make a lot of sense though. Um, Steel has the the physical, more more physical and uh, what am I trying to say? Mental? No, not mental. It's like he has more experience under his belt. There we go. Yes. And then, and then A-Web's uh, is definitely that mental tenacity. And she's she's willing to go all the way if they need her to. Indeed. So here's Marky Boy. He lines this one out to the shortstop and quickly two outs. So two pitches, two outs for Weber. Is Johnson now at the plate. And this is exactly the start for this top half of the inning that Weber needs and the team needs because you get them off the defensive field and back into the offensive slots and they, w they are hungry and chomping at the bit to try and get at steal here. Dubois is still ready and waiting, still at catcher right now, but he can pop in in relief slash closer role at any moment. So keep an eye out for that. It's kind of like it's kind of like when teams in the when National Hockey League teams oops dropped a dropped my drink lid there. Um, teams in the NHL whether or not they want to pull their goalie late to try and tie up a game. Um, in this case, I'm trying to put out a fire. Uh, Dubois is ready at a moment's notice to hop in there and, and, and get to a closing mode. But he has not pitched yet this year, so this might be a little bit strange for him if he does. Yeah, definitely kind of out of his element um, if he were selected to be at the mound. But, um, I don't know, he's he's been around as well as uh, Ricky Johnson takes this for a full count. Two outs, it doesn't get more frantic than this. But I think it could perform well, like uh, like Weber, just for that reason. He's got that decision that he's already made, 
And mm-hmm. finally, after 76 pitches, yes. um, A-Webs is put to a good and well-deserved rest as Debbie Nagasawa delivers the pitch and fouled again. Johnson fighting tooth and nail here. So 76 pitches, no strikeouts, one walk, four runs given up by A-Webs as Nagasawa pitches two pitches to Ricky Johnson and gives him the free pass. So that runner will be charged to Weber Yeah. if he scores. And so now here is Worthington with the runner aboard and two away. One for three. He whacks us one toward left field. And good running catch by the shortstop. Takes a few steps in. But a clean inning. Only one hit, but it was for nothing. As Marilyn McDonald is now at the plate two for two with a couple base hits. The shortstop, stellar shortstop for the Wombats. Trying to get things going. Swings through that one. A changeup and a little bit too eager. So Ernie Steele, 41 pitches through four innings. So he really settled it down after the first, and props to him for doing so. As McDonald chops this one towards short, there we will get in between both Morgan and Worthington. And Phillips will feel that they're in center. Third straight hit for McDonald. And here's Nagasawa up with a runner aboard. Tying run on first, go-ahead run at the plate. Bottom five, and this is getting good. The pitch from Steele. Swung on and hit toward the top of the can. Top of the can. Haha. <laughs> top of the aluminum truck. It bounces off. Phillips fields it, throws to second, and out. Oh, a wonderfully played carom job by Phillips as she fielded it right off of the truck, threw it right to second base, and got the force out. And that could be a big momentum shift there, Ben, as Tonya Lesko is at the plate. Infield in once again. 0 for 2 with a strikeout, swing and a miss. In uh, physics, we talk about, especially when high when you hit high school, um, you talk about momentum and acceleration. And learn, I learned quickly that there is no such term as deceleration. It's actually a colloquialism. Uh, yes. It's not used in the field. It's an acceleration in a negative direction. Um, and I think she's done that as well. Killed the... Uh, or definitely started to kill the momentum of the Wombats with that very quick play at second. As Jessica Wassersauce, here for another dose of Wassersauce here, with a 41 average now steps up to the plate. She is in trouble. Two outs against Ernie Steele, and one run um, on first. Yes, runner on first, and speaking of that, uh, that, uh, that uh, acceleration in a negative direction. Ernie Steele got plenty of that against the Wombats with a huge strikeout. There are now two outs and a runner still on first. Wombats trying desperately to get something percolating here in the fifth. They're running out of chances. But Wasserhouse trying to do it here. She bunts. Oh, I did not see that coming. She bunts. Steele will throw to first. There's the out, so he gets out of it. I thought, Ben, she'd be free to swing for the fences with that pitch, but she decides the bunt route and didn't quite work out. So we go to the top of the sixth. Melonhead's clinging to a 4-3 lead. And here is Ernie Steele against Debbie Nag- Nagasawa. Fights it off toward third. Shortstop over to get it. Fires to first, but Wheeler's too quick. He's got them. for him. He's got them, uh, the flyers. A pair of flyers. Yes. For Christmas. He had watched... He has the movie The Sandlot memorized and uh, the scene in the movie where uh, Benny, who is a fan of baseball and of the L.A. Dodgers, 
as Wheeler is doubled off. What a play by the center fielder. Who was that? Jessica Wassersauce with some Wasser sauce in the outfield. <laughs> throws that ball all the way over to first to double off Wheeler. And that is a huge double play because now the Wombats have a special play offensively at their disposal. But anyway, going back to the movie. Going back to the movie, um, it's the scene where uh, Benny gets a pair of flyers, shoes that guarantee you to run faster and jump higher. And they got the shoes so they could try to get the baseball signed by Babe Ruth back from the Beast. That's a lot of bees in there. But uh, anyway, so Wheeler got a pair of flyers for Christmas, and he is loving them because he can run even faster than normal, which is kind of hard to do because he's pretty fast already. But... Uh, He's got those shoes, and he's loving them to death. So, now quickly two outs and back to the game. Phillips now up three for three, but with the bases empty for the first time today. Looking for yes. a fourth consecutive hit to right field if she can manage it. She loves dim recycling receptacles, bins, as you call them. Mm-hmm. The 0-1 pitch from Nagasawa is low for ball one. We're going to have ourselves quite the uh, quite the thing here in the bottom half of the sixth when the Wombats get around to hitting because they have that special play, Ben, and if they get people in on base, they will use it, I'm pretty sure. It's their last wraps. They kind of have no choice. Absolutely. Just like uh, Phillips didn't have a choice with that fourth play at second, and um, who was it? Stephanie Morgan with yeah. a shortstop play at third. Um, Phillips hits towards oh, the, shortstop the shortstop and is gunned. Down. Wow. Holy heck. McDonald with another stellar play at short. As she has been absolutely en fuego, as they say. And we're here at the bottom of the sixth. Steal 49 pitches through five. He needs three outs to win this game. And Blakely pops this one up toward the Bermuda Triangle in third base. Steal makes the catch. One out. Oh, I'm getting a little bit excited here in the booth. Pins and needles time, ladies and gentlemen. Raquel Cullen on the plate. One for two with a double. That ground rule double off the top of the newspaper bin in right field. If I were her, I'd smoke one over the left... or down the left field side, but she pops this one up as well. Steele trying to get it. He's over. And makes the catch for out number two. And so here we go, Ben. Crunch time for the Wombats. Lena Ng at the plate. Nobody on. Two outs. Can Steele do the, the seemingly impossible and get the come-from-behind win? He might do it. Pop up toward third. Marky Dubois over to get it. Steele over to get it. And he caught it. Ernie Steele records the final three outs. And the mighty Melon Heads come back from a 3-2 deficit and sneak away with the win 4-3 in a very well-contested high-suspense game. The Wombats take the tough loss, but they're still in the hunt for the wild card at least in the National League, even if the Reds did win today, bumping them to second place in the National League Central. But Ben, what a game. A very well-played game. A very intriguing game, shall we say. And props to both pitchers. One thing I will say, you gotta feel bad for Ashley Weber. She pitched as best as she could and went deep into the game, gave her team a chance, but still was not able to come away with the win. Four three, Mighty Millen Heads win. And uh, what are your what are your thoughts about this game? In sports, sometimes you'll hear the term pressure cooker 
as more of a looser term, uh, I'd like to apply it to the field and definitely the situations they're in, particularly small ball and forced plays. Um, and Awebs was able to just stand in the middle of that with the best of them, just taking um, one short hit after another and uh, trying to deal with each batter as best she could and actually ended up doing pretty darn well. Um, three, uh, two, I think two runs in the first landed them. And they then, got, they got three in the first. Oh, they got three in the yeah. first and the, and the, uh, our melon has only got two. So they definitely pulled ahead quickly. Things settled down in the second and then it was just one after the other, just trying to make sure hit it where it ain't. Um, and, and they were still like trying to learn every, every, all the kids out there on both sides. We're still trying to learn how to play small ball, especially the melon heads, for instance, because I, I remember like two two instances where the bases were loaded, and um, like Ernie Steele, for example, like, could not get things running, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just out after out. And so it was, it was very interesting to see that as a as a factor here, and uh, definitely stressful on many levels. So I'm I'm glad a that it's over, <laughs> but b I'm I'm glad to see how our kids held up under that uh, pressure, especially since it was in such a confined area. Um, mm-hmm. But um, kind of t- t- uh, dovetailing into that, uh, thank you again to Mo Aluminum for uh, allowing our kids to play on their, um, I was almost going to say deceased <laughs> receiving bay, but that's the wrong word to use. Um, derelict. Old, derelict receiving bay as uh, as they sport another season of awesome backyard baseball but those are my thoughts on on the game in a nutshell pressure cooker proud of our kids indeed same here as uh ernie Steele fights it through and and comes back very strong getting all three of those pop outs showing the glove and tenacity throughout the game good for him and uh for the wombats a tough loss but they've still got They've still got a chance because the Reds also lost their game to the Braves. They're still tied with these guys for the NL Central, and um, I believe the Reds have the tiebreaker. So um, the Millenheads are the Millenheads. The Wombats are technically second in the NL Central. Um, so they are tops in the NL Wild Card. Last I checked, and let's take a quick peek at the standings. By the way, Ben, I did say in my game notes that if the Melonheads win or the Giants lose, the Melonheads clinch their division, and by winning, we are in the playoffs. Nice. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have punched the ticket, and who knows who we're going to face. But all said and done, Melonheads... 10-0 record, six-game lead in the National League West, and they are the first, I believe we are the first team in any division to clinch a division. That is correct. All the other divisions are up for grabs. The Wombats, now tied with the Braves, who beat the Reds, um, are now tied with the Braves for the National League wildcard race at 6-4. and four. Still anybody's game over there, because the Giants, even at 4-6, and six, are two games back with four games to play. They've got an outside shot. And the Hornets, Marlins, and Astros are all one game behind at 500-5-5. So the National League wildcard race is definitely up for grabs. The Blue Jays still have a two-game lead over the Rangers and the White Sox. They're still trucking hard. They, they might win that, Ben. They might, in fact, take the wildcard. If they, if they could win the next two games, actually the next three games... If they win three of their next four 
no matter what, the Blue Jays will take the American League wild card. But those will be races for another day. As the Melonheads, they clinch their division. They are in the playoffs. They beat a very, very well-balanced and hard-fighting Green Wombats team. And we will we will uh, see what happens in the next uh, four final four games of the season. So, Ben, any closing thoughts on this game before we uh, head out here? One, um, in the, the first inning of this game, there was very strong defense and offense on both ends. Um, strong out of the gate. First to score was the uh, Melonheads, quickly overtaken by the Wombat. I think I have that right. But anyway, they uh, definitely some some tenacity out of the gate. And in the larger scheme of things, I, I think our Melonheads just did that with their clinching of the playoff berth, as it is called. First, mm-hmm. they're the first and only team as of now had have clinched their their playoff spot, punched their ticket, as as I used to commonly say. So yes. uh, they're they're quick on the draw, and uh, that's definitely a good feather in their cap running forward. Um, four games left in the regular season, mm-hmm. and we are at where are we? At the athletics. We're at the athletics next time for game number eleven. So yes, sir. Um, it seems, though, that the road is winding down or it's kind of narrowing, so to speak. So mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see where the Blue Jays get in the AL wildcard race. They're on yep. top right now over the Rangers, um, winning seven games, losing three. Not a bad can of sauce oh. to deal with. So um, I want to see them. I want to see what they look like. I want to. I want to know their numbers. I want to know what they ate for breakfast this morning. <laughs> yeah, um, I would make a terrible mob boss, but uh, <laughs> they're going to show up in game thirteen. Ooh, it's an omen. We'll see. But anyway, mm. I'll uh, I'll hand it to you to close it out. But thanks for having me, Mike. Always a pleasure, and uh, good game. Absolutely. Thanks for coming along for the ride. I always enjoy it. The more the more games we do, the more fun it gets because then we get toward the end of the season and the games get closer and, and the tension gets higher and oh, it's so much fun. I love it. Love it to bits. Ah, so good. But anyway, <clears throat> I shall temper my enthusiasm for the next game. But anyway, thank you again, my, my good sir, for uh, joining me here in the booth. It's another great game and another great season as we always always end up having. So from everybody else here in the booth, from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, I am your host, Michael Schultz, saying so long. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Happy first day of the week. It is Monday, but at least you'll have this to brighten your day, at the very least. So take care, everybody. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. So long.